The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S. Experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com. Welcome to Off the Page, a weekly podcast by the Comox Valley Record. I'm Erin Halischuk, a journalist with the Record. Join me as we take a deeper look at the people and stories in the Comox Valley. Following two years of postponement due to the pandemic and switching to an online-only event, Vancouver Island Music Fest is set to return July 8th to 10th at the Comox Valley Exhibition Grounds. The festival has been around for 27 years and features roots, folk, global, and contemporary music from local, BC, national, and international performers. Today on the podcast is Susan Wood, Marketing Manager for Vancouver Island Music Fest, who is entering her 10th year in the role. Welcome to the podcast, Sue. Thank you very much, Erin. And listening to you say returning after a two-year hiatus is, uh, it made my little heart start to get super excited there. It's a a nice word, isn't it? It really, yes. I'm very excited about it. Well, speaking of returning and talking about how the shift for Music Fest has been one online for the past two years, how is it for you and the Music Fest team to be actually planning for an in-person event? How is the anticipation level? And I'm sure there's probably a little bit of hesitancy with that as well. How are you guys feeling? Well, the overall feeling is at last at last we get to do and be what we really are, which is a total experience for people. The business of starting up again from dead stop is no doubt challenging for a lot of aspects of the festival. From, from my perspective, the reception that I have been getting from the people that I have direct contact with about supporting the festival has been, without hesitation, wonderfully supportive. So, you know, it's a big show that we have to put on. We talk about 1,100 to 1,300 volunteers. Two years without contact necessarily or asking people to support us is a long time. So we started reaching out very early. As soon as we knew we were going ahead with a festival, we started reaching out to those volunteers that have been coming back year over year. So uh, a lot of work at Groundwork has already been done there. As I say, it's a big show, staging, a cruise, uh, equipment, on and on. So it is everybody's all hands on deck, full speed at the moment to, to make sure that we can put together a festival that is the festival that everybody has come to expect. And with the regulations changing with the pandemic, some restrictions lifting and then coming back on, and with the experience that you've had for the past two years shifting online, how do you not let the disappointment of switching only to an online festival get to you? How do you ensure that this is full steam ahead for an in-person festival? Well, I can tell you the virtual festivals were wonderful. They were fun. You know, we had good viewership. People enjoyed them. By comparison, they just don't compare shifting gears not so much it's back in the saddle again we know nobody got really comfortable in the world of virtual festivals it was a thing that we got to do to stay present with people to enjoy the music that we have always enjoyed and to celebrate music fest but the reality is is the real festival is the one where 
thousands of people gather together in that beautiful environment at the exhibition grounds in Courtney and celebrate the music and the friendships that go with that. So it is not so much a return to normal, but a just take the lid off because we've been chomping at the bit to get back at it. That's a really good description of, I'm sure, the anticipation for all of the festival goers have been just growing and growing for the past two years. When was the decision to go ahead with an in-person festival made? As soon as Dr. Bonnie said we could. It's just that simple. We have been waiting. We, of course, adhering to all of the rules and regs with whatever was happening. And we will continue to do that. As identified, all, every, everything is shifting. There's no real solid ground just yet. But all signs are pointing towards success. All signs are pointing toward, yes, we are a go. And that's the focus of everybody putting the festival together. So in terms of the actual logistics of the festival during, which probably will still be a pandemic, are there any regulations in place that people should know if they are planning on attending? Absolutely. And they're all on the website at islandmusicfest.com. All volunteers, anyone attending the festival will have to have proof of vaccination, full vaccination. And whatever other rules and regs are in place at the time, we will have to adhere to. Yes, it's an outdoor festival, but it's still 10,000 people. And it's safety first. You know, we have prided ourselves forever, but over the past 10 years that I've had a relationship with the festival, that we are a safe family festival. You can come to Vancouver Island Music Fest and feel confident that you are safe and in a positive environment. So that's the festival we will continue to present, whatever those challenges are with the pandemic. And speaking of which, you know, I think hopefully based on last summer when the numbers were lower and people were feeling a lot better about what the summer could possibly be, in the worst case scenario, if something does spike, something does happen, are there contingency plans in place or are there any plans to, if something horrible does go wrong, to switch to a virtual festival? Not at this point in time. I mean, we really are focused on bringing this festival back to its original form, which is live and in person, where you can stand and celebrate the music in front of the people who are playing it, enjoy all the fellowship and friends and, you know, dust and mud and rain and sun and bugs and everything that goes with it. So at this point in time, we will adhere to whatever the stipulations are according to those that are making them. And, but right now, with that in mind, we are building a festival. So with that in mind and the travel, particularly the travel regulations that are in place, has that impeded what type of performers or where performers can come from to the festival? Has that changed that perspective of the festival? Not greatly. You know, Doug Cox, who is the artistic director and the remarkable human who has all of these relationships around the world with these performers, has been doing what he does all the time, which is booking fantastic stuff. And that's, that's we're going ahead. I will say that we will have more Canadian performers at this festival than we have had, let me say in the past two years, more Canadian performers and also more performers from BC and a diverse group of performers. Diversity is very important for the festival this year. I can't give away anything because I like my job and I know it's my job to tell people things, but I only get to tell people things when Doug says I can tell people things. So the lineup is fantastic, and we're going to be making some more announcements, and he was telling me something yesterday about what he's put together uh, for Friday night, and it's going to blow your socks off. It's so fantastic. But I can't tell you any more details than that. 
looking forward to it. Sounds like another really good Music Fest announcement is on the works, hopefully yeah. sooner than later. How has the reception been from Music Fest attendees, particularly those who I know two years ago purchased their tickets and a majority of people said, you know, we'll hold on to our tickets, wait for another year, we don't want a refund. And then year two comes around and the same thing happens. What has that reception been like from the core group of ticket holders? Well, they just said, okay, roll them again. This is a fantastic thing about Vancouver Island Music Fest. There's a core of festers that show up every year because it is the thing they love the most. So those folks who have held on to their 2020 tickets and, and it didn't happen and held on to their 2021 tickets and it didn't happen just said, roll it again. We're coming regardless. Whenever you are ready, whenever it's coming back, we're coming. So it's been super supportive from the community that way. From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today. Do you think with other festivals coming back online in person, either across the island or in BC around the same time during the summer, is there any concern about having more people return back to Music Fest in particular? How is the ability going to be to sort of draw back those festival goers again, particularly when you're competing with other festivals that might be coming back online? Erin, we compete with other festivals every summer. And this is the terrific thing about diversity and density of entertainment that you can enjoy, not just here, but up and down the island, you know, Vancouver Folk Festival and all those kinds of things. We have always been all on the same calendar all the time. This festival, Vancouver Island Music Fest, has an extraordinary reputation with musicians around the world and with fans around the world, if you will. We have people coming from Scotland, England, everywhere to come to this festival, along with the musicians that come from everywhere. And they come because it has such a great reputation amongst the communities that people are anxious to be a part of it. And including, you know, the fans that the music festers that come year after year, they come because they know it's a very special thing. And speaking not only of the musicians, but I know that volunteers are a massive part of the festival as well. And that's usually a huge part of people's holidays who book summer vacations around the fact that they can volunteer at Music Fest. With the pandemic and with everything that you guys have gone through, how has the volunteer reception or retention been? Well, every year we have a core group of uh, volunteers that head up their own crews. And to my knowledge, 90% of those guys are coming back. You know, I head up the media and photography crew. There's the construction crew. There's the water crew. There's the sustenance crew. There's like 40 different crews that it takes, and 1,100 to 1,300 volunteers that it takes to run the festival. So frankly, without the volunteers, the festival cannot happen. And we are very, very lucky because our volunteers are rapidly dedicated <laughs> to making the festival happen, and they love it. It's generational. We have volunteers that were there for the first one in 1995, and now their kids are there, and potentially their grandkids are going to be there. And my favorite thing is some of them were conceived there. So, you know, with a history that's 25 years long, and some of those volunteers have been there for 25 years, it's a, we're in a very lucky position, and we're very, very grateful for that kind of support. Are there any changes or anything different that people can expect this year? One thing in particular, we are, all stages will be outdoors. 
So five stages. We're not doing an indoor stage this year at uh, what we call In the Barn, and that's simply because it is uh, much easier to manage in COVID restrictions that way. So we are five stages outside, programmed from you know 10 o'clock in the morning till midnight. So it's the same, same, same fabulous thing. All that stuff that you expect is there except for one last stage. Looking at some of the performers that you can speak publicly about, and maybe even those that you can't, is there one particular performer or one particular band that's been on your radar that you're really looking forward to seeing this year? Well, I'd like to tell you, but I can't because Doug said you can't tell anybody yet. So I can't tell anybody yet. But I can tell you Friday night has me very, very excited. And Doug hasn't told me everything. So he's releasing names to me on a weekly basis kind of stuff. And we're releasing them daily on Facebook. But every day is a surprise. And this is the really interesting thing about Music Fest is I go to Music Fest every year and come out a fan of new musicians, new performers, because I'm introduced so often to new, exciting kinds of music and people and performers that I would never have in a million years had an opportunity to see, let alone learn about. So to say, you know, am I excited about one? No, I'm excited about all of it. And most of the festival goers that come are excited about all of it. It's who are they going to discover this year? As I say, it's an all-encompassing, wonderful thing to go and really enjoy every aspect of it with an open mind, open heart. And when does the actual schedule get finalized to hour to hour? When can people expect that to officially come out? The schedule is the last thing to be posted. You know, weekend passes are available now. Day passes come out later in June for sale. So if you're looking particularly to see a certain performer on a certain day, schedule will likely be published early in June so that people can start to pick the day pass that they want to enjoy. But the weekend passes are on sale now. It's a full meal deal. Come and go. Dabble here. Come for Saturday. Go there. You know, it's just it's just such a. And I know I'm sounding like a PR person right now, but it's convinced me over ten years that this is something very, very different from other festivals and from other big shows. It's got a lot of heart. Well, it'll be really lovely to see you and ten thousand other people in person this year. So I'm really looking forward to it. And thanks very much for taking the time. That's great. Thanks so much, Erin. That's this edition of Off the Page, produced by the Comox Valley Record. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. Email us at offthepage at comoxvalleyrecord.com. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com.